Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast. I'm Maria Casillas, and of course, I am joined here by my fabulous co-host, Cody Sizemore. But today, we are extra lucky to have Patty Handy. Patty Handy is somebody who started out as a financial advisor and through her work with other individuals, seen some just some gaps in the markets and people that weren't being served the way she really believed that they could be served, took her skill set and actually pivoted to become a financial coach several years ago. She works with primarily not just women, but women who are divorced, single or widowed. And so it's a very, very special niche. We are excited to hear more from her today about how she came across that, what she's doing now, some maybe some tools that she uses to help serve her community, and just overall what she'd like to share with you guys today. So hi, Patty. Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast. We are thrilled to have you here today. Thank you. I'm uh, very honored to be here. I appreciate it. You bet. So those of you who don't know, Patty actually came into our world through networking, which is, as we've told you before, one of the best ways to find other people. Uh, This can be kind of a lonely journey if you think you're going to do it on your own. So we encourage you to always go out and find out who's doing what, what are they trying? How can you, you know, collaborate and just share ideas? And that's exactly how Patty landed into our world, not actually directly through Cody and I, but actually through one of the new money habits its coaches, Mike Keneally. So I'm thrilled that you were able to kind of be connected to all of us through this and share your gifts with our audience today. Me too. It's always wonderful to meet great people doing the same thing, having the same heart to do uh, to do coaching. Yes, yes. So I'm going to start the conversation out with just a kind of an open-ended question because we're coaches, so that's what we do. <laughs> uh, if you had to, if you had to say to our audience, what is what is the one like main thing that you saw was missing when you were a financial advisor that kind of made you want to pivot? And don't worry, we will go back to what you were doing before. But there was something that made you go, you know what, I really want to, I want to go help this group of people. What do you think that was? Yeah, for me personally, um, as a financial advisor, and then prior to that, I was a mortgage advisor for many years, I found that the focus was on the mechanics of whatever that offer was. So in the financial services world, it was managing the money and doing tax planning and tax strategies. But what was missing was the behavioral element and Mm. the life coaching element. Um, I did hear something recently, I'll pivot for one second, which was really exciting. And that was that a lot of financial planning firms are now bringing in life coaches for this reason, that they're actually bringing in those people to help with some of this stuff, especially for ladies who are going through divorce or or lost their spouse, and they're now in this place of being alone and trying to navigate life. There's obviously the emotional upheaval, and there's the um, the fears and the embarrassment and all, all that piece. And then you're dealing with the financial piece. It's like, oh my gosh, I... My husband took care of the money and I don't know what to do. And so there's, there was that fear. So mm-hmm. I found that a lot of the ladies that I spoke with as a, an advisor were um, coming in, just not really knowing where to start, not, not knowing what to do. And um, we did a fantastic job as a firm in terms of managing those funds and, and doing what we should do. But I found that that piece of it, the behavioral piece was just the gap. And that's where I decided it was, you know, I really wanted to step out 
and pivot to financial coaching so that I can address more the, um, you know, the unspoken aspects uh, and, and then the education piece as well. I think a lot of women don't have that financial um, education that men typically had um, and that they needed that help just in managing their money and understanding it better. Hmm. Now you mentioned a couple of times the word behavioral, and I don't know how much you know about my background, but I actually come from a substance abuse counseling background. So a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy, and it's like one of the only therapies that actually works. Uh, so a lot of what I do comes from that as well. So you'll see me introducing a lot of behavioral concepts. Also, though, there's the emotional side that oftentimes gets overlooked. And I would imagine, I know I'm going to be very stereotypical right now, but I would imagine that with women, there is a lot of that emotional uh, attachments as well. And the thoughts that go along with those emotions that you're probably having to help. I'm going to use the word manage. I don't know if it's the best word, um, but help them understand how to manage those emotions as they are creating new behaviors for themselves. Yeah, it's definitely important to um, identify those, like you said, behaviors and those beliefs and that mindset. Um, and it's, I, you know, it's a delicate balance between coach and then what might be necessary, which is therapy, because, mm -hmm. it, and, and that mm -hmm. depends on also where they're, they are in that stage. If they're freshly divorced or freshly widowed, it's a different conversation than, you know, if they're several years out and they're just trying to get back on track. Absolutely. Um, but yes, I definitely feel like an, a, a therapist, you know, is, is also a great compliment um, to working with a coach. Cause as you know, coaches is today moving forward and therapy is today moving, you know, healing from the past. So um, yeah. it's, it's not either or. Yeah. Now you mentioned complimentary. Um, I know that I know some coaches who are also financial planners. Are you doing both at the same time, Patty, or did you leave one to aspire to another? Yeah, no, I left my firm. Actually, I okay. just left my firm in April. Uh, so it's it was just relatively fresh. Um, within the role of a financial advisor, again, I was doing some um, coaching just in conversations with, with the clients when I was managing some of the clients. Um, but no, to come full-time into coaching, I, I, I left the firm um, so I don't do any advice anymore. I don't tell clients, oh, invest in ABC fund. I don't, you know, manage funds. I don't, I don't have any assets under management. It's truly education and coaching. Um, so it's coming from a place of, um, there's no, um, for lack of better words, I'm not trying to sell a product. I'm not trying to sell a service. I'm not, you know, this is, I'm just, I'm just here to help you and get empowered and get you, you know, feeling comfortable and confident and, and in, in a good place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So with you, Patty, um, you had kind of transitioned from what we'll just call it as like the day job, right. Of like, you know, the, the financial planner or financial advisor. And then you made this leap because you said that you're doing this full time. You're, you're coaching full time now, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I know for a fact that there's a lot of people listening who are, you know, doing coaching on the side or they're trying to build it, but they have a lot of aspirations to make it a full-time thing. Um, and with you, you know, obviously you had like that, that same sort of industry to kind of help things be a little bit more fluid, but there's other people out there that maybe don't come from the financial industry. Like myself, like I came from the music industry, you know, um, so it was totally different, you know, mm -hmm. like music and money usually don't go hand in hand, you know? Um, so, <laughs> so what could you say to the person who's listening, um, to where they're like, man, like 
I would really, really love to make that leap to go full time, you know, but there's something holding them back, you know, like, what would you say to them uh, so that they can have that courage to do so? Or even possibly, uh, what did you, how did you know that you could make that, that step and do it confidently? Great question. Yeah, it is a great question. So there's many pieces to that. Um, I think first and foremost, you have to, you know, have yourself obviously some kind of back funds to um, have as a runway, if you will, in terms of mm-hmm. having your living expenses taken taken care of. So you need to calculate what it is that you need to, uh, you know, pay your household and not have to be in some dire straits. So have that in place so that you have that runway to, um, you know, focus on, on the business. Um, the other thing that's really big for me is I trusted my intuition. I felt so in alignment with what I was doing that I absolutely um, felt so confident in my decision. And I also came to the place where I thought, you know what? My fear of regret was my was was, was greater than my fear of staying in a position, not, not being completely, you know, fulfilled or in that role of being just comfortable. So I had this comfortable salary. I had benefits. I had, you know, all that stuff, the bells and whistles with being an employee. Um, But I was willing to to leave that because I didn't want to look back and have any, you know, 20, 30, whatever years from now, I didn't want to have that regret of, gosh, if I just done this, this is really what I wanted to do. I really wanted to make a bigger impact. I wanted to make a, a bigger, um, uh, just a, a, just touch more lives and make a bigger difference in the world. And, you know, if that's in your heart and if you're a teacher at heart and you, and you truly have that, that spark to want to teach and, and to serve, um, then follow that intuition follow, follow that, follow that gut, but don't be willy nilly about it. You've got to, like I said, you've got to have some, some funds put aside. You've got to have your, you know, things lined up so that, um, you know, during the time that you're ramping this up, you're not stressing about paying your bills. Yeah. What I love about what you just said is that you use the word aligned. And I think that, you know, you backed it up with what you said, you know, cause you were like, Hey, like follow that intuition, follow that heart, you know, follow that drive. Right. But also make sure you have a plan as well. <laughs> you know, don't just go in and be like, Woo, I'm yeah. going full time, you know? So like, I think it's cool that like you, you started off saying that you were aligned, but then you kind of moved into a direction to where you're like, you know, I felt very called. It wasn't just that I was aligned with it but I felt very called because I wanted to make the impact on an even greater scale than I was doing before. Mm-hmm. Just doing something slightly different, you know, still helping people with their money, but just doing it in a more personal or impactful way. And I think that, you know, with you stepping into that, you know, you said that you did that this past April. So like a month ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. So with people like you, um, you are exactly the right kind of person to be a full-time coach because you care about people so much. And that's why you made that transition. You know, like you, like you said, you walked away from that um, benefits and the salary and all, and you know, all the like guaranteed kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. but you wanted to make a more impact. And that's exactly what coaches are and and why we're here. And, and I think that that's going to be a really good testament to why you're going to flourish throughout this next chapter. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, my, my thought is for anybody who's doing coaching, whether it's financial coaching or life coaching or mindset coaching or whatever it is you're coaching, um, if you're doing it solely to make money and to solely do it focused on, you know, I, I want to just make, make, make money and just grow, grow, grow. Um, you're probably in, in, you know, you're not in alignment. And I'll use that word again. Um, you really have to come from a place of, like I mentioned, um, wanting to serve and wanting to make a bigger impact. Otherwise, you won't just be your authentic self and you won't be able to bring your full best version of yourself to those that you're coaching. So they won't benefit from that growth that they need. So if you, if you can't come to the party with your full self being completely fulfilled, you're not going to be able to help anybody else. Mm. That's really good. Really good. Maria, what do you, what do you think about what she, what she just said? Well, I, I really well, I can I, see those gears moving. You know, <laughs> I really appreciate everything that you said, and I I do believe that that is very true. Uh, I'm actually going to go back just a little bit because you know we keep talking about making a bigger impact, and yet when I introduced you at the beginning, I talked about how you have a relatively narrow niche, and I know that that's something that's very scary for a lot of people. They think I want to make the biggest impact I can. I want to go out and make that difference and help as many people, and sometimes they'll even fill in the blank and say, "I'll help anybody that I." Can can. I really appreciate that you have that narrowed down niche. I can tell you in full transparency that we've talked on this show before about the different, the pros and cons of having that. And we understand that, you know, it's, it's a marketing thing. If you have your ideal client, you'll know who you're talking to and it's a lot easier to draw them in and all of that. But a lot of people who listen to this get stuck because they're like, I don't know who that is. And they literally won't go coach anybody because they haven't identified their ideal client. And we're like, well, we don't want you to stop. We want you to go and help people and you will be able to kind of figure out who do you not like working with? Who do you really resonate with? You know, identify your own values. How do those align? And, and it's like a work in progress for some people. That's not the case with you, though, is it? No, I, I knew, you know, uh, pretty immediately. And I, and I knew while I was with my firm who I wanted to serve. Um, I'm divorced myself. So I know that journey and I know the fears and the, and the, the emotional roller coaster that goes along with that. Mm -hmm. um, so I knew that I wanted to serve that group of, of women. I remember um, specifically, this was probably, uh, gosh, weeks or a month maybe after my, you know, my divorce had started. And of course, I'm, you know, a blubbering just mess. And, and I was just laying on the floor, literally in a fetal position crying. And I had this moment and I don't know if it was a God moment or, or what I think it was, but I felt this overwhelm of, you know what, I'm going to be okay because I know how to take care of my son and I financially. I, I know I'm comfortable with this. And there was a, it was the most random thing that came into my head, the most random moment while I'm in that, you know, very vulnerable, scary place. And, um, I, I was the one in my marriage who managed the money and invested and whatnot. But even with that knowledge and with that experience, I still made a lot of mistakes after the divorce. I made financial, you know, costly mistakes. Um, a lot of it was just out of desperation to get ahead because, of course, divorce causes all kinds of financial strain. Um, at the time, I was unemployed because I was at home raising my son. He was only 18 months old when I went through a divorce. Mm. So there was a lot of moving parts to that. And and I, I remember thinking, Later, you know what? I'm going to take this experience. I'm going to somehow turn it around and serve other women someday. And it's going to be, you know, at some point when I'm better, obviously. Um, and so this has been on my heart for years and years and years. So 
Um, I feel like, you know, the culmination of my mortgage years and my financial advisory years and, and, and the experience with the divorce, everything has sort of brought me to this point of this, this, this piece. Now to speak to your, to your point, for those that are listening who don't have a niche in mind, um, I'm going to come back to what I said earlier, and that is kind of trusting your intuition. I think mm-hmm. that we all know who we want to touch, who we want to help, um, and just give it time for it to kind of percolate up and out. Um, don't be, if, you know, I think if you think if you're trying to force it out and you're trying to force a decision, it's just going to be stuck. Yep. And if you just sit back and relax and meditate on it, pray on it, whatever, whatever you resonate with, that you will, um, it, it will come. It, mm-hmm. it will come. And I, and I do agree. Um, I'll give you a, a quick funny story that I heard years ago. It's like, if you're in a, in a, let's just say you're in a, sporting event or a concert and there's thousands of people all the way, you know, all, all around you and someone yells out, Hey, you probably won't turn around. Right. Mm-hmm. But if they go, Hey lady, <laughs> you still probably won't turn around. But if they go, Hey, Cody, mm-hmm. you're going to turn around. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're going to turn around. You're going to look around. So it's like, who, who are they speaking to? Right. So it's a silly analogy, but it kind of works. Right. Um, so, the, the point is that, yes, as you become narrower in your niche, you can speak to those people and those people will hear you. Yeah. I love the way that you said that because uh, we've talked about how you will attract them. I love how when you just said you will speak to them and they will hear you. So that may, we might just change our language around that a little bit. Thanks, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I'd also like to point out, especially for people who are struggling with this, is that even though you weren't technically a financial coach, you were practicing your financial coaching skills while you were a financial advisor. And so even if you don't know what it is or whom it is that you want to serve, it's okay to start practicing some of those skills. Uh, Now, if you are a coach and you try practicing your financial advisor skills, it'll probably land you in some pretty hot water. So don't do that. Um, And with that being said, would you mind just sharing with our audience just kind of not, you don't have to, you know, call them out, but what are some of the main differences between financial advising and financial coaching for anybody who's like, maybe they're flirting with either or or both, and they're just not quite sure which direction they want to go? Yeah, well, there's a big difference. So as a financial advisor, first, you've got to be licensed, and you've got to get all the the, the uh, accreditations, if you will. Um, as an advisor, you're actually managing assets, you, you have their money, and you are managing those funds. So you are investing as needed, you are rebalancing, you are, you are doing these things with their money. Um, you are doing tax planning and tax strategies. Um, a lot of advisors don't do that, but the, the better ones will. Um, they're, they're talking to their CPA and their estate planning attorney, and they're really, the entire financial house of, of an individual is managed by an advisor. As a coach, I'm not going to be doing any advising. I'm not going to be managing anybody's money. I am not going to have any assets under my management. Um, if I am working with a client who has, um, you know, a, a larger portfolio or a little bit more complicated situation, I will refer them to a financial advisor if they want one. Um, but I won't get into that advisory because that will get me in a lot of water, hot That's water. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you definitely don't want to say, oh, yeah, you should, you know, go to this place and buy this fund. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's not a good thing. Um, but they, the, the cool thing is that, 
it's a complimentary, like we mentioned, it's a complimentary thing. So um, I'm, I'm planning on reaching out to some advisors that I've worked with in the past and work with them with, with their clients. Mm-hmm. Cause what I offer, they don't offer and what, you know, vice versa. So um, it's, it's definitely a great way to, to partner with, with other, um, we call them COIs, center of influences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So are there any tools that you have used with clients? I know that you you just went full-time about a month ago, but you've been dabbling with this for quite some time. Is that correct? You've yeah. Been, so, okay. yeah. So definitely, like you said, I've been doing financial coaching with uh, not only my financial advisory clients, but in the mortgage, when I was doing mortgages as well, um, anything to do with money. You know, okay. if, you're, if you're doing anything with money, you, you understand. Um, I'm also a certified life coach and certified executive coach. So I wove a lot of that experience into that conversation. And as you know, as a coach, you do more listening than speaking. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of diving deep into what it is that is truly the issues at hand. Um, you know, our, our money mindset, our, you know, all, all that, there's just so many moving parts. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that there should be some, um, you know, you've, you've got to do some due diligence and you've got to do some, some level of, of, uh, um, you know, coaching background, uh, experience to, to have under your belt, but you can absolutely do this, um, starting off at your kitchen table with your, with your friends or family who just need some help in setting up a budget. I mean, it can yeah. just start off that simply, um, getting rid of debt, trying to figure out, you know, what the next step is. Uh, you know, you just, you start there and then you just grow from there. Yeah. We talk about just begin with whatever you have already, yeah. right? You know, it, it will grow as you grow and your skill set grows. Um, but whatever you've been doing already that people are asking you for, oftentimes you can charge for that and not feel guilty for doing that because they're getting value from that. So, so that's, that's really good. Um, Mike mentioned to me something about, I'm going to botch this because I don't remember exactly what it's called, but I want to say like maybe ever plans or something like that. He said that there was a tool that you used or a platform. Does that ring a bell for you? Yeah. So okay, good. I was doing, yes. Yeah. Um, it is called ever plans. Um, it is a, um, and it had nothing to do with my firm and okay. I'm not an affiliate. So I'm not, connected to it at all as far as getting paid on it. This is just a, a thing that we used at my firm and we offered it to our clients for free. I think it's like 75 bucks a year. I mean, it's super, super reasonable, but okay. basically it's kind of like a, I call it a security or a, a safe deposit box in the cloud. You are able mm-hmm. to upload all of your information um, and it's extremely protected. I would just say, go to the website. They have videos and information. You can reach out to them and you'll get more information. But at the at, at a high level, you can upload all your statements and your living trust and letters and passwords. And if you want to leave your kids recipes or whatever it is you want to do, you just load everything in there and then you assign a deputy and that deputy can have access to that um, at your decision. So if you say my deputy only can get access to this when I pass, mm-hmm. then when they pass, then that's only when, you know, whether it's your kids or your husband or whatever, uh, well, it shouldn't be your husband. It should, you should do it jointly if you're married. Um, but you know, if whoever it is, it's your deputy, they have access or if they can have access today, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. And so that way they're not, you know, clamoring through paperwork and trying to figure out where your accounts are and what your account numbers are. And so you want to upload, you know, your mortgage information, all your credit card debts, all any, any debts you have, any assets, any income, 
um, any pension info, anything that will help your beneficiaries make life easier to figure out your, you know, your situation. And so we just it's found a really cool. Yeah, yeah it, it sounds pretty incredible. So it's more like a, a tool for using for life planning, uh, you know, almost like a trust in the sky type of thing where it gives all the instruction and all that. But it's also a fire safe safe. <laughs> that, that, that It's also waterproof and all of the things that you don't need to worry about losing. Yeah, hmm. yeah, it's 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 yeah, I would definitely say go to the website. I think it's just everplans.com. Okay. And um, you can watch, like I said, they have a little video there and you can reach out to them and get more information. Um, and I haven't looked at it recently, but it was like something, like I said, 75 bucks a year or something super, super reasonable. Wonderful. And, yeah. It's just a great way to just have everything organized and it brings you peace of mind knowing that it's all taken care of. So if something were to happen, um, you know, your family wouldn't be in this dire straits of dealing with the emotional loss and then trying to figure out all your stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry if it felt like I derailed the conversation because I, I wasn't sure what it was, but I wanted to make sure I asked about it. But I'm actually really glad that I did because a lot of our listeners, while many of them are what we would affectionately call budget coaches, there are many who have expanded far beyond that and are really trying to help people with the, the much bigger picture in terms of, you know, making sure that they have a legacy that they're leaving for their family and stuff. And so this actually sounds like a really great uh, thing that not only our coaches could use, but could pass along to their clients as well. So thank you for that. Yeah, hundred percent. I know it's a fantastic, I have one myself and it just, you know, brings me peace of mind. And like I said, you can upload recipes or love letters to your grandkids that you don't have yet. I mean, you know, you can do whatever you yeah. want. Kind of cool. That is really cool. And are you able to, obviously, if you can upload things later, you can obviously get to it. But you mentioned you could put like your debts and stuff. As clients are working through their debts, is it something that's pretty simple to go in and manage and change and say, now this card is paid off and no longer in use, etc.? Yeah, you can update it daily. You can, up wow. you can go in there super easy. Yeah, it's it's very user-friendly. Um, it, it's, it's very intuitive. So yeah, it's super, super simple. I may have to look into it myself when we're done. Thank yeah. you for that. It's a great, uh, yeah, it's a great platform. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Patty, it has been a really awesome conversation actually. And it was really good to get to know you too. It's, it's always a blessing whenever we have people on this show, um, just in general, but, but it's always a blessing whenever we meet someone who clearly has such a big heart, you know, uh, like oh, that's what pulled you to this whole realm of the financial industry. And I think it's really encouraging. Uh, you know, I think it speaks a lot about your character. I think it speaks about the work that you do. And I'm, I'm excited to see where this takes you, you know, especially with you just now stepping into, you know, having it be like a full, full-time kind of thing. Uh, versus something that you were doing, you know, in addition to your advising and planning, I think it's going to be great to watch you grow and, and, you know, of course, to keep in touch with you as well. And, um, you know, we would love to have you back on this podcast as well to maybe see how things go within like your first six months or even, or even first year and be like, yep. So this is what it looks like <laughs> in the first six months or year. And this is how you can expect it, uh, or what to expect from it rather. And all the things that go, you know, in line with all of that and how to navigate through it all. So I think that, that would be really exciting. But for, t for, for now, I just want to say thank you for joining us. And I know that I had a great conversation and I, I know that Maria did too. So thank yeah. you so much. Before yeah. we let you go though, Patty, I would ask, and I know I didn't prep you for this ahead of time. So uh Oh, here we go. 
<laughs> totally oh. throwing, throwing you a curveball. No, I just want to know what is one piece of non-financial advice that you think you'd like to give to our listeners today? Mm. That's a good question. Um, I would say that do your best to find your North star, if you will, and trust your intuition um, do what truly, do what truly lights you up, do what truly, um, you know, we all have gifts, we all have um, things that we can give to the world. So, so look at what that is, and, and bring that to, to life the best you can, you know, life is short, and for us to be stuck in a, you know, a job that we're not unhappy, we're unhappy with, or in a situation that, you know, doesn't bring us joy. Um, we have choices. We have, we have, uh, and that's the beautiful thing. We do have choices in life. So, um, if you feel stuck, you 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 can get out of whatever it is that you're you're stuck in. It might take some time, um, but keep keep the vision. Use your gifts, and uh, just keep, like I said, following that that north star, and and know that you are put here for a reason. Yeah. Amen to that. Beautifully said. Thank you very much. See, even with a curveball, you just you knocked it right <laughs> out of the park. So thank you so much for being here with us today, Patty. And where can our listeners, if they want to learn a little bit more about you, where can they find you and connect with you? So the uh, the website, uh, Minding Her Money, uh, so it's M-I-N-D-I-N-G, MindingHerMoney.com is uh, a place that you can go to download the roadmap of the program that I offer mm-hmm. and more, a little bit more about me. And then um, uh, at the end of the day, if you want to book a call with me, there's a short training that you can watch as well. And then book a call with me to learn more about the, the program. I'll, you know, obviously do some fact finding and to see if it's a good fit for you. Uh, but that's the, that's the best way to, to get in touch with me. Wonderful. And what we like to tell our coaches is that since we can't all work for everybody, it's great to know who others can work with. And so any of our listeners out there, if you have somebody who has come to you who is in this niche, the the woman who is single or divorced or widowed and just needs a little bit of extra help and you're not a good fit for them, Patty just might be. So remember to go find her at mindinghermoney.com. Is that right? That's right. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I don't always get those things right. So it's actually a celebration when I do. Um, But again, we are so glad that you're here today and able to share not just your wisdom, but where people can find you because I have a feeling people are going to want to connect with you now that they've had a chance to meet you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a joy. I really appreciate it. And yes, I would love to come back. Happy to share my, my journey of the highs and lows of my first year. And um, I'm sure that'll be a funny story. (laughs) That will be great. We'll have to do that at the end of 2023. I think would be a good time for that. Sounds If you're up for it. All right. Sounds great. Thanks again. Thanks all of you for tuning in this week. We will see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.